You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I'm going to turn a little light on on a dark morning here. Regular season is over the playoffs in full swing. Baseball, yes. And they're honoring a Tigers hitter, Miguel Cabrera, Guardians manager, Terry Francona, mourning the deaths of Orioles great Brooks Robinson and beloved Red Sox pitcher Tim Wakefield and beloved human being. He was only 57 years old. He had brain cancer. Living in Florida. One line in his Wikipedia bio of Tim Wakefield is the most important. Wakefield became an evangelical Christian in 1990. There's a lot behind that sentence. And yet some people were puzzled because a lot of the press didn't seem to connect the dots. The, the principal owner, Jerry Henry of the Red Sox, said he was warm and genuine of spirit, remarkable ability to uplift, inspire, and connect with others in a way that showed us true definition of greatness. Team chairman said it's one thing to be an outstanding athlete, it's another to be an extraordinary human being. Tim was both. The Red Sox CEO said exemplified every humanitarian quality in the dictionary, but not many people connected the dots. But Betsy Farmer did. Betsy Farmer founded the Space Coast Early Intervention Center in Melbourne, Florida. That is Tim Wakefield's hometown. She is quoted as saying, Tim led me to the Lord, and I'll never forget that. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. Today is National Sneaker Day. Yes, but you know good and well that that's not why your kids are off from school. That's right. As Columbus Day fades into the wokeness of whatever it is, I want to tell you, it's well, for a lot of folks, it's Indigenous People's Day. But Ron Hutchcraft, word with you, he's been bringing hope to Native Americans since 1992. He's way ahead of the game. It's called On Eagle's Wings. That's his ministry. They empower young people to share the hope they've found in Jesus with their own people and equipping them to make a difference in their communities. Uh Uh-huh. That's exactly right. However, I did post on the Sound of Life Facebook page a really cool little video, which I will share a little bit about. It's, It's five minutes. While you're having your breakfast, you can have that. And it will probably tell you something that you don't know about Columbus Day, right? Why immigrants should love Columbus Day? The answer might surprise you. Ready for it? Mm. The purpose of Columbus Day was to encourage Americans to be more accepting of immigrants, specifically Italian immigrants. The Italian explorer, once universally regarded as a great hero, was the symbol of the holiday, not the focus of it. Wow, so they go on for the next couple of minutes. Very interesting right there. Neat little video from Alana Mastrangelo. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Just a little public service for to you from me, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Encouraging you on your ride to work. Whoa, getting you going this morning, right? Joe Hunter on The Sound of Life. Today, I wasn't kidding when I said it was National Sneaker Day. That's why the kids have off. <laughs> Just not that I am kidding about. But it is National Sneaker Day. Sneakers got their name in the late 1800s. Rubber-soled shoes in the 1800s began to replace the traditional leather sole. Imagine how comfortable that was. 
they could sneak around. That's why they're called sneakers. Makes kind of sense. And also, it was like 1817 until we even had left and right shoes. Thank you, William Young, for coming up with that idea. Wow, we. You know, you know what it's like if you remember putting, never mind, putting on the wrong. Anyway, I have to tell you a story about left and right shoes because I learned something and I'm going to relate it to you too. Unfortunately, we're in an era when things make the news that are really uh, childish, really blinded people. So they broke into the stores, people this mobbed it. They broke into the sporting goods store, high-end sporting goods store, expensive sneakers on the shelf. And they just wiped them off the shelf, among other things, and they got away, right? A couple thousand dollars worth of stuff, they said. But what they didn't realize is that all the sneakers that are on display, you may know that. You look at it and be like, uh, I think I know what you're <laughs> They're all left-footed sneakers. What a dumb thing to do. <laughs> I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. No. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. Things to do in October, create a to-do list. Really? What kind of sick joke is that? Men usually just do things and then put it on a to-do list. And it's cool because it's already done. That's the way to do it right there. Listen to podcasts, write something. You know, I think when October comes around here, it's a great time to get out. You cannot get, when you've got these clear yeah, you know, it's like 40. Soon it'll be 50 degrees, 60. It's beautiful. Go for a walk. We lived in a neighborhood one time where we could just walk out the driveway and walk. If you can do that, you are so blessed. And when my daughter's dog was there, we used to have to get out and walk the dog. It was just awesome. It was the best thing that really ever happened to us. It was really cool. I say do that. That's that is a that is a wonderful thing to do because the days are starting. You, you know, like this they're talking about this weekend being rainy again. You know, and pretty soon, next thing you know, you're going to be in the November. You're going to be indoors. But you can go hiking around here. You don't have to go very far to do it. You walk across the Rip Van Winkle Bridge. We used to do that all the time. Now you can walk across the Kings of Radcliffe Bridge. Protect it. You know, it's amazing. You can go in the Catskills. You can go in the Adirondacks and go hiking. I mean, to me, this is the time for you to go hiking. It's really cool. I've been hiking. Mm -hmm. The first thing you notice when you go hiking is it's a mistake. <laughs> Oh, we're not walking anywhere in particular. There's nothing at the end of this trail. There's no restaurant. <laughs> not even a vending machine. We're just idiots. Oh, stop. There's always that moment when you go hiking when you realize, oh, no, now we have to walk back. Well, that is true. There's no exit through the gift <laughs> shop. <No. laughs> Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You know the verse, probably, that Jesus said, recorded in Matthew in the Bible there. I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And, of course, a mustard seed is very small. That's typically how it's used. It's so small, but even small faith can accomplish big things. And now you have to believe that's true. But. There's something else Jesus is talking about here. <laughs> you knew that, right? First century Jewish audience would have been very familiar with that mustard seed. Some scholars assert that Jewish law forbade the planting of a mustard seed in any garden. And the reason is fascinating. 
Jewish people fervently valued order and regulation and had strict rules about how to keep nice, tidy, orderly gardens. The reason Jewish law forbade planting a mustard seed in a garden was because that tiny little seed was notorious for taking over. Tiny little seed was known for messing up well-ordered gardens. Mustard seeds take over, <laughs> right? And um, known for messing up the gardens. And sometimes that's how faith works too. In some sense, I wonder if Jesus wasn't saying to them, you've existed in this nice, tidy, orderly system, but the kingdom of God is bigger, way more expansive, way more powerful than you could ever dream or imagine. This kind of faith will sometimes, quote, mess up your orderly plans and objectives. It will grow past the tidy boxes that you've created. Could some of us benefit from having our tidy categories and easy answers disrupted a little? Sometimes the kind of faith that Jesus calls us to lead, to lead us will far outside our comforts to place places we'd never thought we'd go. But that's where the beauty is found, right? Beyond the safe, predictable categories that we cling to. Not about white knuckling your faith. Not about trying to make big things happen for God in our own strength. Starts with that mustard seed and the surrender of your life. Asking God to take over the tidy boxes that we've created. Ooh, gonna do that. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Uh, I guess eclipsing all other news and sports and such from over the weekend was about Israel being attacked, and we are asked to pray for Israel. So, Lord, we pray for the protection of friends and families who have been called into the reserves and who are preparing for a possible ground operation in Gaza. That's just one of the things we pray for. We also pray for those who have been taken hostage, that they would be kept safe and rescued speedily. And, Lord, we pray that the barrage of rockets would stop and that the Lord would supernaturally protect Israel from missile attacks. And, of course, if you say, well, I don't know how to pray for Israel, just ask the Holy Spirit to pray. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.